Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Welcome back to another week of Beyond the Walls. I am Tim Flaherty, and we're here with Pastor Israel Rodriguez. Hola, hermano. And of course, again, we have as a special guest, Pastor Martin Flaherty, my brother, also pastor at Deer Flat Church. Good morning, brother. And then our very special missionary this week, uh, Doug Harmon. Hola. From Unity Missions uh, here in Boise, Idaho. And Doug last week was telling us all about how he came to be a missionary and his life's journey from being in the army and moving to Boise after his retirement and having a horse farm and how God interrupted his retirement to put him back to work in the fields one more time. And of course, he call, he uh, answered that call to service and uh, he now leads uh, Unity Missions here out of Boise. You can find more about Unity Missions on unitymissions.com. But as always, we're going to start this week's episode with a question that I have uh, for our wonderful pastor, Pastor Israel Rodriguez. And Pastor, I want to ask you, when has been a time in your life when, like we learned last week for Doug, the Lord put you on your knees? And what came of that? Yes, the one that comes to my mind right now is uh, the miscarriage of our first baby boy. And uh, I mean, everything was going great, it was going good in that pregnancy, and literally, uh, team, you know, I, I got to get on my knees at the parking lot of the hospital because we didn't have the resources for the big medical bill, and uh, we didn't know what to do. The baby was inside my uh, wife's pants. They're not allowing us because we don't have any insurance to get into the hospital. And what what to do when you don't know what to do, you know? And, you know, when, 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 when you don't have resources, when you don't have things that you need in that moment, that's when the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, breaks you in half and you say, yeah, here I am. If you call upon the name of the Lord, you know, you will be saved. You will be provided. You will be changed. You will be transformed. You will be lifted up. And I just fell on my knees, literally on my knees in the parking lot. And I raised my hands and I started to praise the Lord. And as I was praising the Lord, I got a phone call from my mother-in-law who was with my wife trying to get service. And the, there was a shift on the medical staff in that moment. And this doctor saw my wife in this pain and with, with this emergency. And they walked in for service before checking paperwork and before checking uh, insurance and, and everything. This is Venezuela back in 2006, and this is the way how things happened. But our door, you know, he made a way where it seems to be known if you only call upon the name of the Lord. So I want to encourage you, you know, uh, maybe you're going through a difficult situation, through a, a hard time in your life right uh, Today, right where you are, if you're listening to this program in the radio, in the car, if you're doing your grocery shopping, just pulled over, take some time, raise your hands, and praise the Lord, because the Bible says that He inhabits in the midst of the worship of His people, and when He is present, everything is solved, everything is under control, everything is changed, everything is uh, 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 given 
to those who who put their trust in him. Put your trust in Jesus and he will make a way for you. Amen. Amen. Well, and and that is going to lead us right into today's show is we're going to talk to Doug about his work in Guatemala and the trip, his very first trip that he took and then subsequent trips and the times he's seen people in the, the hillsides, in the, in the valleys, in the mountains of Guatemala brought to their knees to praise the Lord. And we'll be right back. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. That's Jesus in Matthew 25. Our mission at the Boise Food Bank is to collect and provide food to those in need while raising awareness about food insecurity in Boise. If you have non-perishable food you would like to donate, drop by our office at 6225 West Overland Road in Boise. Our drop-off hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. The Boise Food Bank, feeding the hungry, serving your community, and nourishing our neighbors. Estegos is powered by the faithful donations from people like you. Their mission is to help everyone in the Treasure Valley through their community warehouse, housing programs, and the Boise Food Bank. They believe all human beings should be respected and loved. Each person is special and deserves to live their life to the fullest. If you want to donate to Estegos, go to their website, estegos.org, and click on the yellow Donate button at the top of the page. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org, and click on the Donate button. Hi, this is Pastor Martin Flaherty. And are you looking for a place to connect with others in the Caldwell area? If so, come and join us at Deer Flat Church in Caldwell, Idaho. We're a welcoming and friendly community of believers who come together to grow in our faith and support one another. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm and welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are on your faith journey. Join us this Sunday and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DeerFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. And we're back, and I want to just say a quick thank you to our sponsors, Estegos.org and the Community Warehouse there, as well as the Boise Food Bank uh, for what they're doing. If you need help with food, you can always go to the theboisefoodbank.org and find food pantries across our city that can help you. So, Doug, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here for another week, and I'm excited to dive in with you. When we, when we left off last week... We had heard, of course, about your journey, and uh, you're getting ready. You're 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 getting on the plane, and uh, I want you to take it away from there. What was that first moment like? The wheels take off. I think uh, to to be just absolutely candid with you, I uh, there was a little bit of uh, apprehension, a lot of apprehension, going to a country that, where you didn't speak the language where you didn't really know the culture. So I was a, a bit uh, kind of beside myself, but as I sat down on the airplane, things began to quiet down almost uh, like a hush. And I knew what was going on then, and it, and it continued all the way to Guatemala. And as we uh, flew that route to Guatemala and uh, started our final approach into Guatemala City, it really, like I think I've told you before, uh, became a palatable thing with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it was so heavy that you just felt like you were going to collapse under it. And we all, the plane again got quiet, and we all got off the plane, and as we're cl- going down the, the ramp, I tapped my, at that time, team leader on the shoulder. I said, did you sense that coming off the plane? And she said, yeah. She said, something big is going on here. And we had no idea. When the host missionaries picked us up, they said, well, you're very fortunate. 
we're taking you into the middle of what has been the biggest revival in the, in the history of Guatemala. And so we were in the manifest presence uh, of God. We were in the Shekinah glory on occasion during that nine days. But you were spiritually exhausted. You were emotionally exhausted. You were physically exhausted. But it was the greatest kind of exhaustion I've ever experienced in my life. Um, and to say that, uh, I think it's even more important. And again, I'm speaking uh, uh, to you as well, but I'm speaking to your listeners who may have question marks in their minds. Uh, don't, don't, don't question what we're saying here. Don't doubt it. When we got back on the airplane to come home after that first trip, and I will tell you, there's too many miracles for me to sit here and, and enumerate them. But I will tell you, when I crawled on that airplane to come home, Again, there was a hush that came over that airplane, even though people, by the numbers, were going in and out of that airplane, but uh, taking their seats, and there was noise going. I knew there had to be noise, but I didn't hear a thing. There was a hush that came over the plane, and I remember looking out the window, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why aren't we seeing this kind of a revival in the United States? And almost immediately, the Holy Spirit said, well... Son, my banquet table has always been full, but nobody is coming with an appetite. Mm. And it struck me, and I knew then that it wasn't going to be my first trip to Guatemala. I, I love that. Pastor Israel? You're talking about appetite. You're leaving me with some appetite here, Doug. As, as I heard, so many miracles took place on that first trip. Would you, would you take the time to share at least one that was very meaningful to you, very significant, that you could write a book about? Uh, as, it, as it worked out, our first stop in the field was in the village up on the side of a hill, cut out of the bamboo and, and everything else. Very, 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 very rural. But the, the revival started with the youth, and it encouraged me. It, it lifted me up to see the young kids uh, finally coming to the light and coming to the truth and knowing we're, 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 in, that, we're in this thing. Uh, our, our, we're covered. And it was so dynamic in its, in its effect, so dynamic in its, uh, in its manifestations, that the deacons of the church thought it was a move of the enemy. They thought it was surely devil-inspired, Satan-inspired. But having said that, we were called in to counsel the Council to the de call uh, council of the deacons, and and reassure them. No, no, no. This is of God. Trust us. This is of God. And we talked with them for probably an hour. And that service that evening, all three of those deacons had a new revelation of who God was, and they were the leaders of that revival from that point forward. But we saw people that were delivered from demons. We saw people whose families had broken up, families restored. We saw salvations by the scores from ages 10 to 80. But I couldn't believe that they could come out of this kind of, of, of uh, abject poverty and come out of a church with smiles that you couldn't, you couldn't begin to wipe off their face. And it's because they had learned their source was Jesus. Amen. Him alone. 
And it brings me to my last point here concerning that particular revival. I did have an opportunity to preach a message a couple days later. Uh, and I remember it was entitled, Your Praises Unlock Your Victories. And as you alluded last time we, we, we were together, uh, you mentioned about just raise your hands and praise the Lord. Our praises, if you're listening today, your praises unlock your victories, my friends. Mm-hmm. They really do. Because God has got this thing figured out. We try to figure it out ourselves. We just There's no way to do that. But God does. So just start praising him. If, if, you're in, if you just whisper the name Jesus, that's all that has to happen and start praising. Your victories are going to come about. And they're going to come about in ways that you never dreamed possible. Uh, and that's what we saw day in and day out there. Uh, and uh, I will never, ever be the same, ever. Mm. That's simple. You know, my brother takes a lot of trips <clears throat> it's overseas. true. I love traveling. I love missions. I love seeing God's work around the world. I love how there's all these, like, the kingdom is vast, but there's all these, like, small corners of the kingdom, these hidden niches and stuff like that. It sounds like, you know, that's something that's going on in Guatemala in this very rural hillside community but the kingdom of god is there absolutely and he is the spirits at work and and people are being saved and miracles are happening um and we you know something you'd never hear but that's happening all over the world i love traveling and meeting new people and and seeing new things and even trying new foods right and hearing about these small corners of the kingdom where god is at work so um what if i want to go with you (laughs) because i just might (laughs) you know what we're going to do we're going to take a break When we come back, we're going to hear all about the connection our family has to your family, Unity Missions, and of course, how somebody would come with you on a trip, even if they can't go physically. How can they support you, maybe financially or maybe with with stuff? How can they send, how can they get that sender's blessing? And we'll be right back. Are you struggling to put food on the table? Don't worry. The Boise Food Bank is here to help. We have dozens of partner agencies across the city that are here to provide food for you. At boisefoodbank.org, you can find a list of our partner agencies and their distribution times. Just show up with your ID and proof of address, and we'll provide you with a box of nutritious food. We believe that everyone deserves access to healthy food, regardless of their circumstances. So if you're in need, visit boisefoodbank.org today to find your nearest distribution location. Did you know Estegos provides housing assistance as well? If you live in Caldwell and need help with basic needs, financial literacy, or self-reliance, Estegos is here to help. Participants live, volunteer, and work with a steady effort towards self-sufficiency. Their goal is to ensure that each person who graduates is independent from government assistance. To find out more information, go to estegos.org housing. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org slash housing. Well, we're back, and I just want to say another quick thank you to our sponsors, the Boise Food Bank and the Estegos.org Community Warehouse. If you're a preacher or if you know a preacher who needs things for their missions or their ministry, the Community Warehouse has tons of things, and we would love to see them sign up. They can go to Estegos.org, fill out the application. It's free, and then they can come on down and see us. We have 14,000 square feet full of brand new items, and it's fantastic. Doug, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for for sharing with us about Unity Missions, about the work you're doing in Guatemala. Martin, before the break, we were just just getting ready to talk about our family connection with Unity Missions. And uh, you let me know 
that we had a direct connection even years before, decades before. I even knew Doug. We knew right. about somebody who's been going with Doug, serving the people in Guatemala. And for me, that's confirmation of a, of, of a fact that we're supposed to be working together. We're supposed to be supporting Doug. Tell us about this connection. Tell us about how we know Doug, even though we don't know Doug. Right, right. Yeah, so I, you know, when you came in and I went to your website, unitymissions.com, and I was just reading some of the information on there about your work, and I came across the fact that your team has Dr. Eric Jacobson on it and his wife, Kay. I've, I've been to their home. Years ago, they were my doctor, my family doctor, my kid's doctor. Um, before he started his work at the VA hospital. And so I saw that and I was just, I just lit up. I was like, this is so exciting. This is, this, of course, you know, this happens. Well, Martin, uh, it's, uh, it's even more exciting for me. And, and let me share, if I might, just a, a brief uh, story as to how Dr. Jacobson came into our lives. We had been going, uh, we've been going to Guatemala since 1998. Uh, as just Team Guatemala through another uh, um, pastor and his wife directing. And we had a doctor and his wife, who was also an RN, by the name of Ed and Sue Newcomb. Little did I know that they were best friends with Eric and Kay Jacobson. But we got to a point in uh, uh, 2012, excuse me, uh, where Dr. uh, Newcomb became ill and could not any uh, travel anymore so they had to retire and which broke our hearts but the other thing that struck me as a team leader by that time was the fact that I no longer had a doctor and a nurse which was kind of a focal point of our ministry sure. in Guatemala well yes it was other than the gospel right mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't know how I was going to replace those two because they'd been with us so long and we knew each other's moves and so about uh, three weeks after we got home from that trip, I had my annual physical due at the VA. And um, my normal team down there was the gold team. So I went in on time, checked in the gold team. They said, well, we have transferred you to the blue team. <laughs> and so you'll it. be taking your annual physical over at the blue team. And I thought, well, uh, fine me, it's just an annual physical. So I went over right, and checked right. in at the blue team. And she said, well, the doctor that was supposed to do your physical <laughs> is out sick today. <laughs> but we've got another doctor that said he would, he, would let you, he would slip you in. And it was Dr. Eric Jacobson. Wow. I never met. didn't know him from Adam's house cat. Mm-hmm. Okay? He invited me back to his office. He sat me down, looked at his screen, reviewed my, my, my history. And uh, he said, oh, he said, I see that you're due for your next tetanus booster. I said, yes. I said, the last one was taken in 04 when I went to Guatemala. He said, Guatemala? I said, yeah. He said, well, my wife and I, what, what do you do in Guatemala? I said, well, we take a missions team down there every year. He said, really? He said, my wife and I just got back from Rwanda mm. on a missions uh, excursion. He said, we really loved it, but we really don't feel called to go back. He said, I don't suppose you're looking for a doctor, are you? <laughs> I said, I'm looking for a good Christian doctor. Yes, I'd be lying if I said no. He said, count me in. Just like and that. I, I said, I don't suppose your wife is an RN. <laughs> she is. And he it? said, yeah, she is. And would she want to go? He said, she will go. Mm-hmm. And not only did he and his wife go, his son Josh mm-hmm. went with us too and has been with us now for six years. Wow. As Doc and Kay have. 
Uh, they're probably the most committed people on the team next to me. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I did not realize this connection, but I just uh, a few weeks ago, uh, actually Super Bowl Sunday, was in uh, Dr. Jacobson's house uh, here in town at, for a, for um, a missions meeting and for a little bit of light lunch before the Super Bowl, and I I had no idea that I was meeting these people who had such a deep family connection. I mean, I, Dr. Jacobson wasn't my doctor, was he? I don't think so. I don't think he was my doctor. But, no, because I've been with Dr. Ribbon for, since college, so, yeah. But anyway, to me, it just is, when you said that, Martin, when you said, you know, I know Dr. Jacobson, I just thought to myself, this is amazing how, like we've said so many times before, it's like a giant one of those 3D chess boards and the pieces are just being moved around mm -hmm. and we get to contribute to that because we get to choose. And, you know, I, I'd like to say from Israel's perspective, but I'm going to let you speak about the times in your life when you've seen so many things that have just come together. You know what? I, I just get a text from my brother who is in Venezuela and, uh, it just, I uh, got me thinking in, in one episode in our lives that, uh, I had a, a group of people, you know, working in my house, construction guys, and uh, I didn't have the money to pay for the week of labor. And uh, again, you know, uh, what's the best thing we can do when we don't know what to do is just follow our knees, you know, follow your knees and say, God, I mean, you got me started on this project and uh, you will do something, show me that you are still in this. And uh, these are men that have families and kids and they have bills to pay and everything. And uh, my brother, this same guy that just texted me, he had a good job. He was working for uh, the government, and he got a raise that same day. And the first person God told him to call was me. So he calls me to find out about a banking account and wiring this money, which was uh, uh, wages for four weeks to pay to these guys and get the project completed at our at our house, at our missionary house. And uh, ways, I mean, this is only one of so many, you know, see God's provision, you know, receiving this. Uh, undeserved gift of uh, salvation and everything that comes with it. Well, so crazy. So so incredibly fortuitous that things like that would happen. And I'm just so excited. And we'll be right back after the break to talk a little bit more and hear prayer. And then we're going to learn what we're going to hear next week about Doug and his journey. And it, and Doug, if somebody wants to join you, how do they do that again? They go, what's your website again? It's Website is unitymissions.com. Unitymissions.com. And there's a contact page. Just let me know. Yep. And so if you want to help or you want to be a part of that sender's mission, you know, it, maybe you can't yourselves go to Guatemala, but maybe you can help. And uh, that's, that's all we can ask. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegos.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to Estegos.org. Looking for a place to worship and connect in the Caldwell area? Come and join us at Deer Flat Church. We offer two Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m., providing flexibility to fit your schedule. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm, welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are in your faith journey. 
Come see for yourself and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DearFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. Well, and we're back. And again, I just want to say thank you to our sponsors for you know their generous support. And if you are out there in the community listening and you need some help, head over to boisefoodbank.org and you can uh, click on Get Food and there'll be a list of dozens and dozens of pantries across the city of Boise that uh, you can access. Just bring your ID and uh, they'll be happy to help you. Pastor, why don't you lead us out with a little bit of a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this new day, for this uh, time and here on the radio. We just pray that as we have been inspired with these uh, stories and spiritual happenings around our life and the life of all uh, what we've been talking about here today, that, that we may grow in you, that we may grow in our faith, that we may bear the fruit of the Spirit in every single aspect of our life, whether it's by words, whether it's by actions, that we may represent you well and share this gospel, power of God unto salvation for he who believe at all times and when necessary, use words. Thank you for your church. Thank you for the extension of, of your body here on earth to manifest your power and your glory to those who are desperate seeking for hope. Let them find you. Reveal Jesus to everyone in your wonderful and in your precious name. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you thanks. Amen. 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 And thank you, Pastor, for that. Doug, we're going to bring you back next week again one more time. Round out this uh, three-week arc and uh, that we'll be talking uh, you know, about you and this miracle that you saw. Come back with us next week and learn about the boy with cerebral palsy who went for his first run right in front of Doug's eyes. My pleasure. <laughs>